0: Welcome to A Slice of SEL, a podcast for educators about social-emotional learning.
1: Welcome to A Slice of SEL. This is a podcast from the St. Croix River Education District. Rye, could you tell us where the podcast is available?
2: We are available on all of your favorite podcast apps, including YouTube. We are going to be sharing some resources today. So we will be explaining what we're showing to our YouTube audience.
0: We are the SEL services team at the St. Croix River Education District. I'm Courtney. I'm Rai.
1: And I'm Nick. And we are continuing our series on self care. I think this is our third episode focused on educator self care specifically. Um, And currently, we're focusing on emotional well being.
0: Stress is hard on the body, whether it's a moment of panic or a week or more of constant anxiety. So last week we covered five tools for helping our body chill out.
1: And this week we're going to be focusing on the the tornado of angry or anxious thoughts that are in our heads when we're stressed out, and why it's important to have like a, a pressure release and get those anxious and angry thoughts out of our heads.
0: But first, what is filling our buckets, guys? Um, So I'll go first. I met with a teacher at Sunrise Elementary School in North Branch um, and we talked a lot about using our Be Good People curriculum and she just had some great ideas and she was planning to use it really heavily during this time of distance learning that they're transitioning into and it was just awesome to hear all the good feedback and know that it's being actually helpful.
1: And because we haven't talked about that on the podcast before people is a K through 12 SEL curriculum that we developed um, with uh, Courtney Rye and I and Rachel Zamora who works with us at SCRED and then our friend Molly Gavette in Chicago Lakes um, worked on that last spring and that's available on our SEL website that we talk about often. Rye, what's filling your bucket? <laughs>
2: well uh as a parent there is nothing more glorious than when you get a text message from a grandparent uh aka my mother or my father that um just volunteers to take your kids for the night um and that happened today so i'm just really looking forward to um a free night um i don't have to pay a babysitter and we have no plans we're just gonna be hanging out at home with no kids. So I'm looking forward to the break, especially going into uh, my kids are switching to distance learning next week. And uh, the chaos ahead is, I'm I'm going to enjoy the calm before the storm, put it that way.
1: Well, we're really happy for you. Absolutely. Um, what's filling my bucket is uh, teachers. on. Well, I don't have the TikTok app, but a lot of people post the same stuff that they post on TikTok on Instagram, I found. Um, and there are a bunch of hilarious teachers on uh, TikTok and Instagram. And my favorite is uh, her Her name is funny math teacher on Instagram, but her real name is Kim Callahan. Um, and she posts like several times a day and it's just hilarious. And it always brightens my day to see those little short videos that she posts just about like her reactions to stuff going on at school. Um, it's just, she's so funny.
2: I have been on the TikTok train for a while now, and the, just this week, I, I got Courtney to hop on, and I think she would agree that we recommend not hopping on because of the total time waster that it is. So maybe oh. just keep watching Instagram, Nick.
0: It, yeah, it's so bad, <laughs> but so good, like so much joy. hmm Uh, All right, so we're going to shift to our main topic. Uh, Last week, we talked about deep breathing, muscle relaxation, and other strategies for dealing with those stress hormones that flow through our body. Nick, you called it a break system.
1: Yeah, so we talked about a couple things last week, and uh, some of them like deep breathing, for example, um, like they're they're kind of like a, a break system, like an emergency break. It helps us cool down for a short amount of time, but the problem is that our thoughts and our emotions and our, our actions are all connected. So even if we can pump the brakes for a couple seconds or a couple minutes or a short amount of time by taking deep breaths, for example, if there's that tornado of thoughts in our heads that are, are driving those emotions, so if I'm still thinking about the things that are bothering me and holding all that in that tornado in my head, it's, it's really hard uh, to keep to keep calm. Um, Your your thoughts are going to kind of slam on the gas pedal again, and I'm going to be angry or anxious just as quickly as I was before. Um, So we need different strategies to uh, to continue to respond to our emotions in a healthy way that helps us out.
0: Yeah, it's so important to have that pressure release valve. So an outlet to express what we're thinking and feeling, um, that allows us to respond and process our stress and then the things that are bothering
2: us. So let's talk about some ways to do that. Um, one of the strategies that we're going to start with is called name it to tame it.
1: So we spend a lot of our day uh, not really—I don't think—thinking about our our thoughts and our emotions. We're kind of in um, autopilot mode almost, like we're in the the passenger seat in the car instead of behind the wheel. Um, because if you think about it, you're just kind of. Responding to everything that's going on around you all the time, and you don't often step back to just think like, "What am I feeling right now? Um, what like what emotions are I actually experiencing?" Or to like listen to the story that you're telling yourself, the stream of consciousness of your thoughts. Um, so what happens these days, for example, is you're you're sitting at your computer and you get this flow of emails or texts from students and a lot of it's about things that stress you out. So problems come up or you get a, a email of concern and it's like we have this big issue all of a sudden and that just flows at you and you're kind of responding to it in the moment and stepping back and realizing I'm really stressed out um, and or I'm really keyed up or I'm anxious. Um, Or, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about all these possible things that could go wrong because of this email I just got. All of that just happens so quickly in real time. And the problem is that we end up reacting then to it instead of responding. And there's a difference between those two things. Um, Reacting is, again, I'm kind of like the passenger in my own body. Like, I'm not really thinking too much about what I'm doing. My emotions are driving it, Um, where responding is, being a little bit more calm, being a little bit more intentional and helping you to make better choices and respond and deal with your emotions in a a way that helps you out in the long run. So if I'm reacting to those emotions, if I'm getting stressed out by all those emails, I might go with my gut in the moment and send like an angry or curt email back and then it creates more problems for me down the road. Or my significant other asks me to do a chore and I am so stressed out that I react and just take it out on them and, and use a mean voice tone. And then that hurts my relationships. And if I, again, can can process my emotions and realize what, what's going on with me and be a little bit more self-aware, it just helps me to make better decisions and respond to my emotions again. So coming back to, to naming our emotions.
0: Yeah, just the simple act of doing that helps um calm us down so just thinking or saying i'm fuming i'm tense helps us get control over those they're not a mystery to us anymore
2: we can teach kids um, how to do this using a couple different visuals one of those is called the zones of regulation so we just take an emotion word and then we sort them into four buckets or zones um, another one we have is the five point scale where we take a certain kind of emotion um for example a anger or sadness and then we go from one to five on how intense that emotion is. So um, like a one for going from calm, which would be a one to out of control, which would be a five.
1: So we kind of skimmed over the zones there and the five point scale. Um, we we have those on our SEL website. and We're going to talk about that in a second, but we also have something called the mood meter. And that's our favorite because it's kind of the best of both worlds of the two things we talked about. It helps you, uh, look at all the different emotions you can feel in different zones. Um, And if anybody's seen Inside Out, it's kind of the same thing. Like we've got the colors like red is angry, blue is sad, etc. The mood meter is our favorite. And before we even get into it, we're just going to highly recommend up front that you download the mood meter app. Um, Can't say enough good things about it. I've tried personally so many mental health and and SEL related apps for stress management, just to see what's out there. So like Calm, Headspace are some pretty popular ones. Um, And for one thing, they're kind of expensive, but for another thing, um, they they do ask you, they have a lot of features, um, but they do ask you to listen to meditations, for example, spend time listening to to meditations. Um, Mood Meter is so much simpler and I find it just a lot easier to fit it into my routine. Um, And you just open up the app, you check in and name your emotion, and it helps you do that really easily. And then it just asks you, do you want to stay there? So if I'm calm or relaxed, I'll say, yeah, I'm just cool. I'm just checking in, I'm going to stay here. Um, But if you're anxious or frustrated, for example, you might say, I want to shift out of this, and then it just gives you a really short tip about what to do. So it's really simple. And like Rise already said, just the mere act of naming that emotion helps us respond to it and deal with it in a better way. Um, I know we before the episode started, we're just talking about um, in the last week in our personal lives, just experiencing this kind of like, whether it's us or people we know, just naming what we're feeling in the moment. And it just, it's magical, almost, it just feels a little bit lighter. um, Once we've called that out and moved on. So we're going to show you where the mood meter is on our SEL website. And I'm going to share my screen and talk through how to get to our SEL website. So if you're listening to the audio of the podcast, um, probably want to skip forward about 90 seconds. So tinyurl.com slash SEL site is the quickest way to get there. And from the homepage here, I'm just going to click on Express Yourself in our calming strategies toolbox. And the first thing we have on the page is name your feeling. And like uh, Rai quickly reviewed, we've got the zones of regulation here. So they're just kind of different buckets to put emotions in, and the five-point scale, which gives us intensity. And then mood meter is our favorite because it does both. And we can click this button, and we get a nice little visual. And there's a lot of different versions on here. to to fit different uses. So we have some that work well with really young students, for example. I scroll down to a version that has all the different emotion words on here, and this is the one that's really best for adults. So it has two different axes. On the left here, we've got energy. So it goes from low energy to high energy. And then pleasantness is the other (laughs) axis, from unpleasant to pleasant. And this is a really helpful way to think about our emotions. I just love this tool so much. So how much energy do you have right now and how pleasant is your experience right now? And if you put those two things together, so if I'm low energy and unpleasant, I could be feeling despair. If I'm high energy and really unpleasant, I could be enraged. If I'm if I'm very pleasant right now, and high energy, I could be ecstatic or exhilarated or inspired. And if I'm low energy, but very pleasant, I could be uh, calm or serene. And there's colors that go along with these. It's a really tricky thing to explain purely verbally. So uh, we do recommend that you click into the show notes um, for this episode if you're on a podcasting app and uh, look at what we have on the website so you can visualize this. So that's a look at the mood meter and um, the other thing we're going to link into the show notes is that mood meter app that we talked about earlier it's it's one dollar there's no subscription i don't think i mentioned that earlier but you just pay one dollar one time and then you've got that app Um, it's super simple to use of course you could print off that visual we were just looking at but realistically um for for teachers and educators what's a lot more real reason realistic is using your phone and checking in with that app so we just can't recommend it enough
2: the next self-care tip we're going to talk about is to talk it out so sharing your thoughts and feelings with someone who cares and someone who will really listen to you
1: yeah so this one's a a bit personal because just speaking as a male um and looking at the research and just lived experience we know that this is an area where women tend to support each other better than than men do um and again, speaking broadly, it's it's more regular for women to be sharing thoughts and emotions with their friends in a way that male friendships don't typically accommodate as much. And it's just generally as a society not seen as okay as much for men to express thoughts and feelings. And I remember one of my professors talked about um, uh, the idea of a male emotional funnel. And that really resonated with me um, that a lot of male emotions get funneled into anger, because people expect and it's okay, quote unquote, for men to express anger, but virtually nothing else. So sadness, disappointment, depression, it's not okay to express that I'm feeling those things. It's okay for me to to channel all of that and show that I'm angry. And in reality, there's a lot of other emotions typically underneath that anger. And that's not true just for men, but it's just kind of a, an epidemic almost that pl- there's plenty of documentaries and books written about at this point, how much our, our youth and our men are struggling with this.
0: Yeah, so it's just all the more important for us to remember just to show up for each other and reach out when we need or want to share our feelings and thoughts with others. Um, it's so important to hit that pressure release and just be able to get it out.
1: Yeah, and Rye. speaking of TikTok, shared a really great little short video with uh, Courtney and I the other night where a therapist was talking about why it's so important to, to name these thoughts that you're having and get them out of your head. He said stress was like a swarm of bees, so it's kind of swarming all around your head, and it's really, really overwhelming and scary, and that's kind of what this like angry, anxious thought tornado is like, all this stuff that I'm worried about or angry about. And if I actually, if you take those bees and actually lay them out on the table in front of you, it's really, it's like five or six bees. It's nothing to get that overwhelmed or scared of. So that's why getting it out kind of takes, instead of a swarm, you can name and call out or list these things that are bothering you.
2: There's also taboo subjects for everyone, um, women included. Uh, Suicidal thoughts, for example. There's a huge barrier for people to bring up such thoughts, um, especially to the ones that they love.
1: Yeah, and we we always, you know, say these phrases to each other like, you know, if you if you need to talk about anything, it's fine, but it it takes a lot of communication and showing up for people for someone to trust that if you tell them about your suicidal thoughts that they're going to receive it in the way um and not judge you. So that's there's these certain things that you know, we we want to show up for each other, but it's really hard for people to be brave enough to feel like they're gonna be met well by the people that they love and care about if they share certain things. So we are gonna link into the show notes um, several crisis text and talk services. Uh, crisis text services are great because especially people from our generation and then Generation Z coming up below us really don't like to talk on the phone very much. Um, so there is a great service where if you just text the number, you know, instantly 24 seven, you get someone texting back if we, if we don't have someone in our lives, like a friend or a family member that we wanna share emotional distress with, there's always those outlets and they're really important.
0: Yeah, it's also important to consider therapy as an option. Um, it is unfortunate. We still have the stigma around it as a society. Um, but especially right now, dealing with this huge source of stress, like the pandemic, and all the other things, especially as educators, like distance learning and all the things and stress that you're dealing with on a regular basis, um, we just shouldn't be ashamed to take care of ourselves.
1: Yeah, and counselors are amazing uh, listeners. Um, I remember in grad school when I was first learning about counseling techniques. I had just moved from Wisconsin to Delaware, Um, it was a little bit isolating. Grad school was a new thing. It was really overwhelming. The whole world had changed. And we just happened to be practicing counseling techniques on each other in my grad school cohort. And just being able to unburden yourself, um, we carry around all the, like a burden of all these things that we're anxious and worried about, um, and just being able to vent and tell someone about that. It's such a relief. I mean, you just feel so good afterward um and counselors yeah are amazing listeners and they're there for a reason it's it's a really important part of telling yourself or taking care of yourself
2: yeah i think in the show notes down below we'll also share a link to a list of local mental health providers um for our listeners in in our districts
1: yeah and the other thing lastly we wanted to talk about is uh journaling and we're not talking necessarily about like a leather-bound fancy journal here Um, Just the idea that if you don't have someone readily available that you want to talk to about what's going on, um, what you're worried about, what you're anxious about. um, If you don't want to text one of your friends or family members, if you don't want to approach someone in person, or or if you're just not ready to. Sometimes you just want to get stuff out and you want to start processing it yourself before you bring it to someone else. um, You can always write it down, so writing it out is just as valid as talking it out. Um, And I mentioned, like, it doesn't have to be a paper, pencil, fancy journal, like me, often, I have this journaling app on my phone. And if I've had a particularly rough day, or if I get an email that was really frustrating, just anything that I can't get out of my head, that I that is bothering me, and um, I just type it out, and it doesn't have to be well constructed, beautiful sentences. Like if you read those journals written by people in the 1800s, they all have amazing grammar and vocabulary. No, it's just kind of like an ugly stream of thoughts with barely any punctuation or capitalization. And that's fine. I don't even read this stuff ever. It's just, it feels good to get it out. And then it's a little bit easier to let go of it. And that could be a journaling app. It also could just be the notes app on the iPhone, like it's just writing it down really is the the thing that is important about it.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk takeaways. Um, it's easy to feel isolated and out of control with the painful thoughts and emotions. It's almost like we're the passenger in the car.
1: So we can start to respond to our emotions instead of reacting to them by just getting them out of our heads. And that's a really good way to unburden ourselves and calm down a little bit. And that allows us to be more intentional about our decisions. Um, And name it to tame it is one of the things we talked about. So just the simple act of calling out what emotion you're feeling and just saying I'm frustrated right now helps just on its own right there. And again, we can't recommend that mood meter app enough. So really, I hope by the end of this episode that you're listening to you take a pause and download that that mood meter app
2: just do it. (laughs) Um, We also talked about how important it is to share your thoughts and feelings with someone who will actually listen. So you just need to remember to be brave and reach out. And that can be with a family member or a friend or a therapist, um, or even that crisis text talk line that we talked about. They're all good options for helping you to take care of yourself.
1: And again, if you don't have a person available right then, or if you want to work through it first, or if you just don't want to talk to someone else about it, journaling and just writing it out is always a good option so it doesn't have to be a fancy pants journal it can just be like the notes app on your phone
2: that's a wrap so thank you for spending time with us today Uh, make sure to subscribe and if you're on youtube click the bell so that you're notified when new episodes are released each week we'll see you next time when you come back for another slice of sel
1: thanks guys have a good
2: one. bye